Welcome to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman, a collaborative podcast with Pass It On Network. This program is brought to you by all of Community Services. Seniors deserve to have a fulfilling life with dignity and respect, but as we transition into our elderhood years, this doesn't always happen. Join us today as we discuss some of the most important issues that seniors face and provide much-needed answers to your questions. Now, here is Phyllis Amon. Welcome to Senior Straight Talk, presenting informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. I'm Phyllis Amon, your host, and the show, which began in September of 2019, was formerly known as Voices for Elder Care Advocacy. The library of all of the episodes can be found on the Voice America Empowerment Channel under the name Seniors Straight Talk and can also be downloaded on popular podcast platforms. The show is now also syndicated on the Voice America Influencers Channel. So please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. For those listeners who are in what I call SOS mode, stressed, overwhelmed, and stretched, watch out for my upcoming free caregiver distress recovering challenge, helping caregivers find a path to bringing much needed self-care into their daily routine. It features empathy, my registered trademark, which is also the basis of a self-care commitment letter and teaches strategies for my proprietary framework for self-care, self-kindness, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness. Strategies that will help you feel recharged and re-energized as you face life's challenges. Family members considering taking on the role of caregiver or those just beginning the caregiver journey can find valuable information in my course, A Caregiving Guide for Caregivers, The Basics. My latest book, Dignity and Respect, Are Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve, is available on Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. The book addresses critical information about how we care for and treat our elder citizens in our families, our communities, in nursing homes, and assisted living residences across the United States. I'm very honored that Dr. Bill Thomas wrote the foreword for the book, so I hope you'll purchase a copy and encourage your friends and colleagues to do the same. Senior Straight Talk is proud of the collaborative partnership with the Pass It On Network, a global peer learning network for positive aging advocates and a member of the United Nations Open-Ended Working Group on Aging. Senior Straight Talk and the Pass It On Network continue bringing listeners informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. Olive Community Services, a nonprofit organization in Fullerton, California, is a Senior Straight Talk sponsor. Olive Community Services is dedicated to providing culturally appropriate services for the diverse senior population. And I'd also like to welcome Active Pure Technology as a Senior Straight Talk sponsor. Active Pure Technology is an active patent technology that is the clean air solution for COVID pollution. Active Pure Technology delivers measurable and guaranteed results, giving you the peace of mind to know that you are providing a safe environment and the best protection for the people you care for, whether in your business or in your home. And now I'd like to introduce today's guest who is the host of the Add Value to Entrepreneurs podcast and co-founder of Add Value to Life Coaching. He helps entrepreneurs shift 
their mindset so they can reach their dreams. He started out in Christian ministry as a church planter, pastor, and mentor. He began his own entrepreneurial journey after 20 years in ministry and aimed to help individuals use the, to use the tools he gathered. He's trained in conflict coaching, relationship coaching, speaking, and training. And he uses his vast toolbox to coach business owners as they struggle and aim to grow their businesses to the next level. With over 20 years coaching leaders, he offers a unique perspective guiding professionals to get out of their own way as he helps them see what is written on the instructions outside the box they are sitting in. So I'd like to introduce to you, Robert C. Peterson. I'm well, so thank you so much for having today. me. I'm so glad you're with me today. And um, in all fairness, I'd like to say in all transparency, I was on your podcast, which I don't think has come out quite as yet, but we had such a phenomenal conversation. I thought I really wanted to have you on Senior Straight Talk to continue the conversation about mindset, especially as so many older adults are now maybe in their, I, I hate to use the word retirement, but in their, in their post-traditional work experience life, um, thinking about pursuing their passions in an entrepreneurial way. And I thought it would be great that we could have this conversation and you can address the issues about mindset that I'm sure many of them wrestle with. Well, I mean, first, I think there's so many options, right? I think for me, it breaks my heart to see so many post-traditional workers choosing to go back to work at the entry level jobs, right? They're they're washing tables at the fast food restaurant. Mm. They're greeting people at at the Walmart and and stocking shelves. And and I think about my own parents, and I think about all the wisdom and the knowledge and and the things that that they've acquired over a lifetime of experience, reduced to washing tables in a fast food restaurant. And and it breaks my heart. And so, I believe that there's a pathway for them to use those gifts and talents and and become entrepreneurs and i think so many obviously they're at a point in their life where they're risk averse and their cash flow is limited right and and so there needs to be a few more creative solutions but it really does start with their self-belief and right. and their belief that that something else is possible and they've been I'll use the term brainwashed. They've been brainwashed to believe that the J-O-B is the security. Right. And, and for those of them that had the J-O-B and, and put the money into the 401k for, for their entire career, recognize at the end that the 401k and the, the social security promises from the government don't match up to inflation. And so right. a vast majority of them are cash poor. And, right. and don't have, um, in, in their own minds, they don't have the resources to make the leap into, into entrepreneurship. So how would you guide someone to first help them have that belief? Um, and that's, a, I guess, a loaded question, right? Because, <clears throat> and it, depends, yeah, well, and it also is different for each person, right? Because it's, it's like any coaching or guidance or mentorship each person is different and brings their own experiences baggage and um you know what whatever is holding them in that place 
But as a general rule, how would you tell people to think about how to approach this question? First, first and foremost, if you've been on this planet for more than 50 years and, or been in the workplace for more than 50 years, you have wisdom and knowledge that other people need. Right. Period. Period. I don't care what industry. I don't care what, what specialty. I don't care. You have acquired wisdom that, that other people need. And, right. and you have to have a willingness to find a way to, to share that wisdom in a way that you can be compensated for it. Mm. That's not an easy thing. Uh, but I, I think that you hit on something very important, firstly, which is you have to believe that you have the wisdom. You, you just got to know, right? That's, that's the, for me, that's, that's it. If, you, if you've been on this planet more than 50 years, I'm telling you, you have the wisdom. You right. have something inside you that the world needs to hear that whether, whether it be relationship advice, marriage advice, work advice, uh, financial advice, you have acquired some knowledge over those 50 years of work experience that the world needs to hear and, and the world could use. They need that, that wisdom. And, and the great thing about this age that we're in right now, this, this, this last two years for, for many have been, you know, a lot of separation, a lot of isolation, a lot of, a lot of negatives, but there's some really good positives that, that now people can use their little cell phone right. and, be, and be an influencer. People can get on their computer and have a Zoom call with somebody in New York City and, and have a conversation without having to get on an airplane and fly and sit in a studio to share a message. And so the potential is as high as it's ever been to communicate something out into the world you, and, and you know, be rewarded um, for it. I, I, I uh, thought of something as you're speaking. So and this was about last year or so. I was, um, I was, I was helping out in, in a nursing home as a speech pathologist. That's my, that's my first profession, right? And um, I'll never forget it. The television was on and there was a gentleman. Uh, so they were talking about TikTok, which I don't really do much with TikTok. I don't know much about TikTok. I mean, I know what it's about, but I haven't ventured into that space. But anyway, it was this man who was, I think, a, um, I think he went to people's homes and helped them. Um, I don't want to call him a, a handy person, but kind of like that, help them fix uh, you know, uh, small issues that they had around their house. Let's just say that. And he started doing this on TikTok, giving people advice in these snippets. And before you knew it, he had millions of followers and developed an entire business. It's just what you're saying, that you have information to share that and ways of doing things that people who don't have that experience don't yet have. Absolutely. And and there's entire, there's, I mean, just from that perspective, just the, the handyman idea, there's an entire generation of kids growing up without a father in the home who's not teaching them how to change the oil in their car. He's not teaching them how to get the, the take, take the sink trap off the sink. He's not teaching them how to repair the, the water line going into the refrigerator and, and any number of different repairs that you could make. Somebody with that wisdom could make short little videos of and create a YouTube channel and create 
like you said, millions of followers that right. are looking for that solution. And really that's all entrepreneurship is, is an entrepreneur has chosen to solve a specific problem for a specific group of people and then they get compensated for it. That's what your plumber has been doing for years and years. Right. To be honest, it's what your doctor is doing, right? right? The doctor is solving a specific set of problems and he's getting rewarded for it. Right. And so for people that are, that are looking for options to increase their income, right? Because social security is certainly not enough to be considered income. And all you have to do is think about what are the things that people ask me for advice for? What are my kids asking me for advice for? What are my friends asking me for advice for? Who, who am I helping in, in a specific way, right? Because it, it needs to be the more specific you can be. We call that a niche or niche. The right. more specific they can be, the more value that they'll actually create. Hmm. True. Very true. I, um, so I think, uh, so I'm wondering if many, I'll say older adults, post-traditional workforce adults who maybe either made that choice or were kind of edged out because the work environment didn't think that they were at an age that could contribute any longer mm. or, um, you know, their, their, what their compensation was exceeded what they were willing to pay. Hmm. And they, they, were, they were able to pay somebody much younger, uh, a lot less, possibly. Hmm. So I'm thinking, I wonder if, you know, that sense of value has been diminished in that person because of that experience. Because it's no secret that once people are no longer in the traditional workforce, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're not valued the same way. And people mm -hmm. internalize that. Absolutely. Well, so part of it is for, for generations, our identity has been related to our job or the, the right. work that we do. So the very first question anybody asks when they're introduced to somebody has been, what do you do? Right. And they're specifically asking about your career. I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, right. I'm a farmer, right? And and so their identity has become intermingled with, with what they do. Correct. And so when what they do is taken away from them, right. a part of their identity falls away. And so the first thing we have to do is we have to help them find themselves apart from what they do, because you are not what you do. Right. Right. <laughs> you, are, you are a co-creator. God, God's put you on this planet as a co-creator with him. Human beings are unique in that, that that God has created this partnership with us and he's given us the power to create. He's given us the, and not just, not just create little humans because that's the easy part, right? We all, that, that happens pretty naturally. Right. They kind of like the animals, the animals do that too. Right. But the other thing we can do is, is we create. Right. And all of you, anybody listening can look around the room that you're sitting in or the car that you're driving in and everything you see within your eyes reach was created by human beings. Correct everything right and so very few of us are tapping into that creative imagination power and i think your your program and the people that that you're targeting are an audience of people you're trying to raise up this honoring their wisdom and honoring their imagination and and for many of them, their imagination and their creativity was turned off because we've been told that artists can't make any money and that Correct. 
you know, musicians can't make any money. And so right. there's an entire generation that said, who goes, but that's the only, that's not the only part of your imagination. You know, your imagination is what you write your, your, a letter with, or you, right, right. You're, you're created to co-create. And so we need to find that passion, right? So we're going to fix your identity, right? Step one is let's, let's fix the identity. And then step two is let's find the passion. What is the, what is that thing inside you? That's just, just boiling over it. It just wants to come out of you because you love it so much. And it, and it could be boating and fishing and crocheting, weaving, painting. I, there's obviously everybody's involved in so many, we have so many options in, in this Absolutely. country to, to explore and do things that if people have been on this planet that long, they've tapped into some of those things and they know that they love them and they enjoy them. Right. And so now, so now let's take, Let's get their identity fixed so they believe in themselves a little bit more. Let's let's tap into that passion a little bit and let's organize it in a way that they can teach other people some of these skills and some of these little things and then they can get compensated for it. And now they've created a business. You know, I, I would say that. Um, so, you know what my my big vision is, and I don't I think do. I've, I, I, I don't think I've talked about it on Senior Straight Talk. I don't think so. I don't remember mentioning it, but I will at this juncture because it's so far out of my my comfort zone, my box, my um, my experience. Um, and, and I just want to touch on one thing before I go into that, which is when people ask me or when I introduce myself, I say, by profession, I'm a speech pathologist. So I, I always, and, and nobody ever told me that, but I always kind of like separated that self from who I am, right? So my big vision goal, which goes along with what this program is about, is, is honoring older adults, their wisdom, their leadership, the, the importance of intergenerational relationships and community. So I'm on a mission to have a film made based on two books by Bill Thomas, who, who wrote the foreword to my book. And um, it's In the Arms of Elders and Tribes of Eden. And it's about those very things, elder wisdom and wise leadership. Now, who would have ever thought that I, as a speech pathologist who's worked in all these nursing homes, would ever even dream of making this film or even make inroads towards meeting people so that I could possibly get the film made. But it's a, kind of what you said, a mindset. If you believe in the possibility and just keep you know, forging ahead, that sooner or later, you know, things will come to you, the people will come to you, the circumstances will come to you, but you have to believe it. Well, and we, we chatted a little bit before the show started. And, and I, and I basically challenged you that, that it's a choice. Right. Well, and that, that belief is a choice, right? And as soon as, so typically we get an idea, right? I believe that we're all interconnected. We're all connected to God in some way or the universe, if, if you, you know, struggle to believe in God, but we're all connected. And, and in that interconnectedness, there's a vibration. And, and some right. of us are vibrating at a higher frequency, the frequencies of love and joy. Others are vibrating in the frequency of victim and suffering and, and, and the lower vibrations of grace and uh, uh, guilt and shame. And, and it's a choice. You can choose to, you can choose to be in, in guilt and shame, but you can also choose to be in joy. And, and when you're in joy, 
when when ideas come from source, right? Ideas ideas come, and and all of us have had the experience or heard stories of the experience, right? That we get this we get this idea, and our brain, our comfort zone is a is an idea killer. It, right. It's afraid of the tiger that's outside the Correct. door. It's going to eat us. And so we get this idea and the idea comes and you're like, oh, I could make that or I could do that or I could. And then and then the idea killer voice inside of us says, well, wait a minute. If right. we do that, we might die. Right. So it, it, it kills the idea instantly. Right. And then two weeks, a month, next year, you see it on TV and you go, that was that was my, my idea. idea, right? And and so we need to help people realize that we have that creative power and that our creator would never give us an idea that we're not capable of bringing to fruition. Wow. Because our creator is not cruel. Wow. In fact, our creator is on our side and, and, and he's willing for us to do these great and imaginative things. And so it's so fantastic that you're telling the story about wanting to make this movie because you you literally read a book I and in did. reading the book you said this would be a great movie that's exactly what happened right and, and rather than waiting for somebody else to make the movie you said i'm gonna make a movie and, <laughs> and you called the author and you said i want to make a movie <laughs> and he said well that sounds crazy but if you're gonna do it i'll let you Basically, so we're go we're going to take a break on Senior Straight Talk, sponsored by Active Pure Technology, and and come back and talk more more about mindset and wacky ideas. But how do you make your these ideas? Maybe they sound wacky to somebody else. Maybe they even sound wacky to you. you know, when you first think of them. But the reality is, they're part of your dreams, and you want to be able to make your dreams come true. So we'll be right back on Senior Straight Talk. Olive Community Services is a 501c3 that provides culturally appropriate services to seniors, their family, and the community. Through their interactive programs, Olive engages participants physically and mentally with a focus on building strength, mobility, and mental health. To learn more, get involved, or make a donation, visit olivecs.org. Together, let's live, learn, and thrive. Phyllis Amon, owner of Phyllis Amon Associates, provides strategic solutions to families seeking care for their loved ones and coaches them to become more effective advocates. Her expertise comes from working in over 45 nursing homes. Phyllis, known for her passion, empathy, high quality care standards, and quality life for older adults, is an experienced educator, speaker, and trainer. She's bridged the gap from healthcare to public and private sector businesses on topics from communication, caregiving, empathy, and novel approaches to team building and leadership. You are tuned in to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman. If you'd like to leave us a question or comment about our program, please feel free to email the host at phyllis at seniorstraighttalk.com. Now back to Senior Straight Talk. Welcome back to Senior Straight Talk, sponsored by Active Pure Technology. And I'm here with Robert Peterson. We're having this very lively, phenomenal conversation about making your dreams come true, stepping out of your comfort zone, mindset shift. Um, he's an expert at this, and I'm so glad he's able to join me on Senior Straight Talk to, to talk about how he helps people along that journey. Before we um, 
go further, I want you to tell people the name of your book and we'll, and we'll do it again at the end, but uh, you have this great book that uh, just came out and I'm really proud to be able to have you to share it. Well, it's the Entrepreneur Mindset Shift. And for those that are that visual, you can see it. It's got a pretty cool brain on the cover. Well, and, it is uh, pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, and and the foreword for me was written by Andrew Cordell, who's who's a money, he, he, he's the CEO of Money Is, and it was pretty incredible um, to be able to have him write the foreword. And I know that you can relate to to how those connections happen and and when people are willing to step up and support you that really great things start to happen it's it's it really really is true it's um it was really miraculous that um that dr bill thomas agreed to write the forward to my book people said that that really wasn't going to happen and it did and um you know we've become friends and it's it's really been an incredible journey and talk about mindset um, I would tell people, no matter what your age, I turned 69 a couple of weeks ago, no matter what your age, be open because, and, and some, and sometimes you're led to people, right? And, um, I really believe that that relationship has helped me grow tremendously. And uh, if you're open to it, so it doesn't matter what your age is. There's so much out there that not only wisdom that you can offer, but you can be open to, to help you grow. Well, in fact, I'll challenge that you need to be that, that because the wisdom is circular, wisdom is, wisdom is flowing. It's spiritual. And, and you, whatever you put out into the universe in, into the world is what you're going to get back. Right. And so if you put out grumpy old man, right. that's what you're going to get back from the universe. Right. And so if you put out that openness to new ideas, that openness to love, that openness to joy, what are you going to get back? Exactly. Love, joy. And so that's the first step. And, and your story is such a testimony to responding to the idea without a clue of how to do it, right? Because that's what your brain's going to tell you. It's like, right. you don't know how to do that. How are you going to do that? And you're saying... I'm telling you, and I'm telling you as confirmation, God would never give you an idea without following it up with the resources and people to make it happen. All he's asking you to do is believe in it. And the power of belief is so strong that it's going to attract the people necessary to help make the dream reality. Right. And, and I know that that's happened. You've had actors, you've had screenwriters, you've had other people coming into your circle that you would have never been aware of. Never. Had in you not made the belief. Years. Right. Right. <laughs> and so honoring that idea, just by honoring it, saying, okay, God, I hear you. I'll do it. Right. He will bring to, to you the people necessary to bring it to fruition. Now, we don't know how long that'll take. We don't know right. um, how, how, how frustrating that might be because there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to figure out. But step by step, he's going to bring you the resources and all of the things to make that happen. It's kind of like the story of the little acorn, right? Correct. Inside, inside an acorn is the potential for an oak tree. Right. But until that little acorn can get in the ground and get the little water, that acorn draws everything to itself, right? That acorn's right. not running around looking for supplies. It's not running around <laughs> right. telling all, right. 
I don't really want to be an oak tree. I'd rather be a car, right? No, the little <laughs> corner is putting out the vibration of I'm an oak tree. Right. I'm an right. oak tree. And and God brings to that little acorn all the resources necessary for it to grow into a giant oak tree. The same thing can happen to our ideas if we just honor them enough to say, I'm going to make this film happen. I'm going to make this film happen. I'm going to make this film happen. And all of the connections and all the resources necessary will keep on coming as long as you keep believing and doing the work. Right. You can't, be, you can't say, I'm going to make this film happen while you're watching Netflix and sitting right. on the couch. <laughs> right. So it's interesting because this one person that I sent this, uh, so I have a FundMe page that I'm sending out and um, to raise money for the screenplay. Uh, because I do have a screenplay writer interested. And um, somebody uh, responded and said, oh, um, I'd love to be in your movie. <laughs> I, I know she, this person, I think she's done some acting along the way. But when she said your movie, um, it really struck me because I hadn't thought about it that way. I say it's a project, it's a film project. But it's interesting that that was her perception. So I think that that's telling me that I need to own this thing. Well, and you you, you are owning it in a way, but imagine owning it at the next level and saying, right, exactly. This, this has been assigned to me by God. Right. How much different does that make it, right? Because now right. it's not just Phyllis's so-called crazy idea. Right. Oh, this is God's amazing idea that God wants me to bring to fruition. Right. And that changes how you approach the work you're doing because now you've got a boss. Right. That's oh, pretty right. important. Hey, I love that. So here's the thing. So we talked a lot about my this passion project. Um, and it, it does go along with, with senior straight talk and elder wisdom because that's what the project is about, right? And I really believe that this, this film needs to be made to bring the idea about elder wisdom and wise leadership to. A, a national awareness and conversation. And that's my way of thinking that that can happen. But not everybody's idea is a film. So we, we, but basically what we're saying is there's no crazy idea, right? No idea is that out of the box. So you talked about your toolbox, right? You, you, you teach people the tools that you've learned, right? To help right. them, I would even say maybe pry open their their box to now, find their own tools inside. I, I will clarify that that there are crazy ideas if you're not living in integrity. So if you're not living in integrity and ideas that are ideas that are morally or ethically opposed to the things that we know are are poor ideas, right? Ideas of scamming people or ripping people off for an extra buck or or you know bait and switch kinds of ideas just to right. get to get a buck. What I'm talking about is legitimate ideas of bringing value to the marketplace. Right. And, and, and I believe now when I say value to the marketplace, I know many of the people in your audience might be saying to themselves that I don't have any value because our culture has told them they don't have any value. Right. Their families have told them they don't have any value. I'm telling you, if you've been on this planet more than 40 years, you have value. Right. You have a great deal of value to add to the, add to the, your voice to to the market sorry about that <laughs> so so you absolutely have value and it's a matter of focusing that value and figuring out 
what are the ways that you can be compensated for, for bringing that value to the marketplace? I think another aspect of that too is, um, I don't know if so much of this is still happening. I know for myself, um, you know, if you're not as technologically savvy, um, and I've become much more savvy than, you know, as time has gone on, but there are people that aren't. And I, I'll say on that journey, or even now, if I probably ask, I, and I have adult children, some question, they kind of, um, you know, they kind of look down upon me. They think, uh, you know, because you're not at that level technologically that, that somehow you're inept or, um, What's, what's the word? What's a better word than I don't want to say inept may not be correct, but, um, you know, they devalue you because I, you're not I, as technologically savvy as as people that have grown up with this. Well, I think there's two parts to that. One way is that we feel we feel like we're inept when when it's not happening. And then when we ask and we feel like we're putting our family or, or friends out. So the really cool thing about being an entrepreneur is you can hire your grandkids to help you with the technology. And, right. and once you're getting paid for it, you can pay them. Right. <laughs> and right. so, so why, why don't, first of all, you have a great deal of value. Second of all, you're not a burden. Right. So, so don't think of yourself as a burden. Find the people that are willing to help. Find the people that are willing to come alongside you and say, man, that's a great idea. Let's figure out how to make that a business and, and put that in right. the marketplace. Um, it's not like, you know, nobody listening needs to become Tony Robbins overnight and, right. and generate millions and millions of dollars of revenue. We're trying to avoid having to go to work at a fast food restaurant washing right. tables, right? So we're trying to, trying to help replace minimum wage income. And, and that absolutely, there's business models that can make that happen without having to get overwhelmed in technology, without having to get overwhelmed in, in Facebook and, and having to do all of these crazy things. They can be pretty simple things with a pretty small audience that, that you can influence and, and make a difference in the world simply by sharing your wisdom and your value. So I was, I was mentioned this uh, gentleman on TikTok who was uh, like a handy person and was showing people how to do different things around their homes to repair different things. And as we're talking and you're talking about people who take, you know, jobs at a, at a certain level because they need to, I can't think of the number of times I've gone into a Home Depot or some place like that, right? Where there's an older person who's now working there and the knowledge that they have to help you and guide you is so much different then if you come across a young person working there who, who hasn't had that experience, I mean, that's just a reality. Right. Well, the difference between the 12,000 types of screws and what they're used right. for, <laughs> right? I mean, th there are, there are fewer and fewer people that understand what each of those things are and, right. and the difference between, you know, PVC pipe and copper pipe and, right. and lead pipe. And <laughs> absolutely. And I, I believe that, your experience and the things that you've you've learned over the years have value in figuring out. We just have to figure out creative ways to engage the marketplace and create an opportunity for your problem solving to find the people that have that problem and and get a give them that solution. It's not it's not quite as simple as it used to be. Like you know, a plumber when your pipes break, you're going to go online, you're going to Google plumber 
you know, we right. don't go online and Google, hey, who's the screw expert, right? Right, right. <laughs> how do I, how do I figure out what kind of, what you know? And so, that it's a little. There's a, there are some some challenges in this, but I love the idea of some. There's a business in in this in helping elder our elder statesmen find a second career, find a second opportunity as entrepreneurs. You know, I was just thinking as you're talking, people's local library can be a mm. great place to start. If people, like you say, have a passion for painting or fishing or whatever the heck it is, and go to your local library and say, you know, I want to give a talk. There must be people in this community who would come and listen. I would love to share this information. And that could be a great place to start without spend having to spend money oh so many opportunities i think most of them could probably get into the chamber of commerce just with that willingness to say i'd like to teach this to somebody right 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 absolutely and i think there are there are other opportunities i bet so i um so when i i first got on the radio i had written my first book and um, I was just, I didn't know anything about how I was going to get this out there. I had no social media presence, forget about it. I thought I'd write a book and ta-da. I mean, I had no talk about not knowing anything and nobody guided me, so I didn't know, right? And um, after several months, I said, you know, I think this is an important topic. I think this sh I should be talking on a local radio station. I had never been on the radio before, never dreamt of being on the radio before. And I called a couple of times, left a couple of messages. And then one day I got a phone call from this guy who said, he, he heard what I had to say. He said, I think I have the show for you. And uh, sure enough, this woman called me and I told her my story and what I wanted to talk about. I've worked in, at that time, it was about 40 someone nursing homes. Now it's over 50. And um, what I did and what this book was about. And she said, great. And it was November 1st. Uh, 2000, um, I think, 18, I think. Um, and um, yeah, that was my first radio show. I had never been in a radio studio. I knew nothing about it. I got there and said, what the heck did I decide to do? Guess what? It was terrific. I was on that, um, her show every three or four weeks for a year and a half. Yeah, you, you are so responsive to that little idea bug. Right. Most people get that little idea about this should more people should hear this. And you'd be like, oh, whatever. Most people let it go. And you are so responsive that most this this could be on a radio show and and you do something about it. I really, really love that. And I want you to know how rare that is because really? because most people, those ideas come to them and they they even if they know it's true, even if they say to themselves, that's really true. They don't do anything about it. They don't step out and make a phone call. They don't step out and find the answer. They don't step out and, and change their lives because they're so comfortable in the status quo and so comfortable in, in, in just, oh, that's not possible. Oh, that won't work. And, and in doing this, by the way, I really have found a path of something that I really love that I never would have, I never would have dreamt. The funny thing is, uh, that first show I did, 
Um, I emailed the gal afterwards and I said, thank you very much for having me on the show, blah, 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 whatever. And um, she emailed me back and said, you know, she thought I could have my own show one day. And I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard anybody say. And I just um, love that you take the ridiculous <laughs> statements people make or things and you just file that away like, OK, I'm going to believe you. Right. That's true. So when you talk about choice, right? Now, I could have at that time, had I had a different mindset, make the choice to really believe that that could happen. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Most, most people do. Most people get great ideas and even get great recommendations. And they say, oh, that'd be really good. And they file it away in the, that'd be really good someday file. Right. And they don't take any action. The fact that you take action, you call the radio station, you make something happen. It doesn't cost you any money to call radio stations. It doesn't cost you any money to say to the library, hey, I'd like to teach a seminar on this. Could we make some flyers and, and right. could you host it for me? I mean, those are those are just ideas to, to start putting yourself out there. And they're so powerful. That, that little bit of action on an idea becomes a multiplier to the universe because you put it out there in a positive way and you say, I'm really doing this. And you know what happens? The universe responds with people that say, oh, that's great. Oh, right. let me help you. Oh, here's a, here's a connection. Here's this, here's that, here's this piece, here's that piece. And it becomes so much bigger than you ever imagined hmm. because so, you took a step. So interestingly enough, um, a few weeks ago, I did uh, have a conversation with Dr. Bill Thomas on Senior Straight Talk. It was about the third or fourth time I have had him on the show. And he said something that I thought was tremendous. And I think it applies to what we're talking about. If you don't think so, you know, you can tell me. But he said, oh, we were talking more about um, aging well and living well and um, aging with grace um, but it really applies to so many different things, which is if you want to be doing so, if you have a vision of what you something you want to be doing 15 years from now, you know, say, oh, someday I'll do just what you said, file it away. Well, if, if you're not doing it today, in all likelihood, you're not going to be doing it 15 years from now. So if you want to be if you even have a glimmer of an idea, the idea is to take action. You, you know that uh, that expression, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second mm. best time is today, right? Amen. Right. Absolutely. If you've got an idea, you better do it now. Right. Do it now. Because no matter what age you are, I don't care if you're 25, 35, 45, you're, you don't know if you have tomorrow. You've got right now. And if you're awake and breathing right now, you better do something with it. I think, and there's and there's a further step in that. You, we, we talked earlier about people's identity being caught up in what they do. For me, the experience that I've had, my, my mother retired. And, and when my mother retired, so much of her praise cycle was tied up in her work. Mm. She received praise on a daily basis at her work of, Mary, you're doing a good job. Mary, this is so terrific. Mary, you're such an expert. You do this so well. When my mom started staying home and not doing anything and not receiving this praise, I believe her brain quit working. And oh, now wow. she's in a memory center with Alzheimer's and doesn't know anybody. Doesn't she quit? She quit using the computer. She quit using 
and she was she was an expert in all these areas but her praise cycle stopped huh. partly because my dad is not was never was never taught to praise others around him he was never that was just not a part of his his love languages and right. so he didn't understand he didn't understand that that piece was missing for her because he for the first five years he was still working right and so she's she's at home alone without a praise cycle without a without a positive feedback loop and i really really believe that a, a good portion of her current state is because she lost that positive feedback loop and so i encourage everybody to keep themselves in community to keep themselves engaged in activities where they get a positive feedback loop and taking on a business and doing some of these things is going to create positive feedback loops that you're going to get positive feedback from clients you're going to get positive feedback from power partners and from you know collaborators and from others around you that is so important and necessary for our brain health uh, that sounds fantastic. So before we go, I want you to be able to share how people can get in touch with you, how they can find out more about what you do, um, if they want you to help them with their journey, um, where to get your book, all of that stuff. So my website's add value, the number two life.com. So add value to life.com. Um, all of everything's available there. There's a link to our podcast, which is add value, the number two entrepreneurs.com. And you can find our podcast where all the, all the other sites are. We've had over a hundred interviews now with successful entrepreneurs sharing great stories and experiences um, of, you know, making the shift. Of course, the book is available on Amazon. It's also available on our website. If you want a personalized signed copy, I encourage you to get it at add value, the number two life.com slash shift. Um, definitely would love to share those things. And, and I'm easy to find through my website, um, lots of different ways to contact me. So, oh, well, this has just been fantastic. So I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time to have this conversation. It was, it was enlightening for me, uh, not only because I was able to share some things about my journey, but just hearing you talk about, about, what the possibilities are and the mindset shifts that you have to make in order to make those things become a reality. It was uh, really very special for me. So I, I have to say thanks a lot. Well, you're welcome. And thank you for the opportunity to share with your audience. And, and really, I think you've opened up some ideas of ways for me to give back. And, and I have to figure out a system to, to make that happen. But I think there's, there's, there's some opportunities that can come from this as well. Okay, well, we'll have to talk about that further, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So please join me on the next episode of Senior Straight Talk, sponsored by Active Pure Technology for more informative conversations for the senior years of your lives. I'm Phyllis Amon signing off. Please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. And until next time, stay safe, stay well, and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Senior Straight Talk. Join your host, Phyllis Amon, again soon for another episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platforms.